Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Norris and Parker Sketch Therapy, episode three. The show where we bring you sketches, characters, songs, and a lot of oversharing, whether you want it or not. So this week, we're talking about pets, and we also have a very special guest. Oh, he's so special. And so famous. Um, You guys are going to... Yeah, this is insane. It's big. You just wait. Um, Keep listening, because no one's going to be disappointed with our guest. Yeah, and. Yeah. Of course he's famous. Yeah, he is. He's, he, he is, is actually. He's, he's been on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And he's done more professional work than we have. Oh, yeah. Far more. Um, and we're going to be ch- chatting to him later. How are you, Katie? Well, you know how I am, Sinead, because we shared a bed we um, did. all night. We did lay, share a bed. We till 4am. So did I. I'm very tired this morning. We it was did. horrible. It was a horrible sleep. It was. Um, it reminded I... me of my insomnia days oh, yeah. when I used to live with you. That was... Those were fun days. Um, yeah, we shared a bed and neither of us slept because I had anxiety wheeze. So that just means every two to five minutes I have to go for a piss. And, and I insane farts. Yeah, um, I don't know what I ate. I had The so farts were really bad. No, I mean, even my I, essential oils, like burning lavender, couldn't get rid of the smell I'm, of your farts. Re- I felt really sorry. I rarely feel sorry for you. Um, and last night I did. I was doing toxic masculinity farts because um, I had um, <laughs> what are they <laughs> just, like, just protein farting, shakes like, sexism and kale and Nando's weights um, no I had mushroom bruschetta yesterday and a pizza and calamari and I like the mushroom bruschetta so much that I had just a second one wow. and I think so. You, my, and my room s- is quite small like I have yeah. a lot of my for my room and you it's do. very small yeah. and it's my sanctuary and you entered my sanctuary you farted and gassed me out of my own room I know you forced sorry. me to sleep near the wall so my fingernails I think are still in the wall no you have and to sleep by the wall because I have to have the nearest exit to the toilet for my anxiety wheeze. But no, your room is a sanctuary. I've been thinking about this because my room, every room I've ever lived in um, is a horrible, horrible mess. I move in, everything goes on the floor and everything stays on the floor. Nothing Including goes on my the walls, clothes. Your clothes. Um, and I get really jealous of like your room and other people who have like candles and essential oils and like atmosphere or personal character in a room. Yeah, I mean, yours has character. I mean, it has a lot of character. I mean, when I lived with you, um, we had a mouse infestation. Yeah. Do you remember? That's been um, and you were times. like, and you were trying to find the mouse in the room, and then you were like, "Oh no, it's all right. It'll be fine. Just, yeah, I can live with it." To be fair, though, you had an ant infestation. I did have an ant infestation. And have you had bed bugs? Because I, despite sometimes going for months and not cleaning my sheets, have never had bed bugs. Months. <laughs> that yeah, it has been it has been known. My dad gets really upset about that. I think I'd quite like to be a bug living inside your dad's bed, just chilling out. What? What? 
Sorry, sorry, just right, well, out. Well, if he washes then. the sheets, um, I'd say about five times a week, so you'd have no chance of surviving in there. I wouldn't. Would he gets up really, really early. You'd get to spend no yeah. time with him. Um, and also, he also plugs himself into the wall, doesn't he? <laughs> I didn't think he slept in a bed. I thought he was like an no. Apple Mac. Yeah, he just charged himself up. Anyway, uh, this week we're talking about pets because to you me know. they're just a source of unconditional love that you can kind of you force your affections on, mm-hmm. and they kind of have to accept that and, and they and fill a void. Yeah. They do. A dark, empty, yeah. horrible void. In a time when you can't afford children because you live in London in a shared house and you're on minimum wage. No. Um, but there's maybe... lots of urban foxes. Exactly. Um, so have you, yeah, when you were growing up, were you a pet oh, person? Oh, God, I am a pet person. Well, obviously, I grew up on a farm, so mm. we had lots of pets. We had cows and we had sheep and we had geese and chickens and um, obviously cats. Cats are a big thing. Yeah. Mums um, love cats, yeah. don't they? Yeah, cats are a oh, mum thing. Yeah, I mean, my mum is sort of—I don't know if they're in a relationship. Um, she watches Universe. Universe Challenge with Thomas. Yeah, you've got um, you've got quite two sexy cats. I do. They're very attractive you've, cats. You've like got sexy Lola. They're Aristocat. You know, yeah. like in the film, that kind of energy. Your cat Lola to me is like the Jessica Rabbit of cats. She's the really of cats. slinky, yeah, yeah, and like sexy and big eyes. Yeah, and I've got like a weird crush yeah. on her. Yeah, and like you think she'd go. Aww. Yeah, my mum's got two cats who are like she's. It worries me. They the cats have replaced me and my brother Daniel, and occasionally she she loves them so much, and she talks to them in this really horrible high pitched voice. And she's like, "Paddy, Milo, boys, come in." And when I go and visit, even if it's mid winter and freezing cold, she'll have the door open just so they can come in and out as they please. And occasionally she sends she sends me like reassuring texts going, "Just to let you know, I still love you and your brother more than the cats," um, because she loves them so much. I think she she worries. That it's obvious and the house is like a cat hotel she's just got cat play areas oh, and one I time mean, she was yeah. caught, caught waltzing with one of them alone I love your cats actually your they're very cats. aloof and rude apart yeah. from they're just obsessed with her yeah one of them sleeps on her neck and in the morning will tap her to wake up Mm, is it Paddy? Is that Paddy? Yeah, and yeah. um, she like it has its own space in the bed like a partner like when my dad left. Oh, a cat the just moved in. No one replaced. Yeah, no, no. I, I my my mum's the same. It's all oh, don't, it's too much. It's too dark. It's my it's our future, mate. <laughs> so I don't want a cat because I can't I can't bear it. But um, we had a dog, a divorced dog. When my mum and dad got divorced when I was nine, um, we got a dog in. Yin, is it Yin Yang? Yin Yang, which is, was the password to um, which is the password to all my social media <laughs> and any and my hotmail. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y-I-N, my bank Y-A-N. account. <laughs> yeah. um, and she was great. She was an Alsatian Labrador, and she absolutely stank. And it was really sad. We had her for like fifteen. Were her farts years. as bad as yours were last night? Equal. When people say that you start to look like your dog the owners wow. I just smelled yeah. like my dog yeah you did wow yeah well we had we used to look after a dog um mm. on the farm called Bunty oh. I know I know I know it's a red setter which are now my favorite dogs but yeah Sinead laughs at this because um I was in Bunty um oh, when I was 13 sums, I had a feature in Bunty oh, that's like <laughs> it's so horribly horribly middle class that you were in Bunty what, what were you doing in Bunty just like it was a picture of me with just like a fringe um, which I have now just like <laughs> Katie from Somerset has turned 13 she likes horses and stuff I know I'm, I'm, I'm were you unusually well developed was that in Bunty or did they bind you down <laughs> yeah they were like this 13 year old girl with 34 B tits needs a job in the mill on the farm she milks cows <laughs> So it's come to our attention that people listening might not be um, a posh twat and so they might not know what Bunty is. But Bunty was basically, uh, it was like an annual um, for girls, a bit like the Beano, but for 
posh arseholes. Um, and it mainly just consisted of stories um, and then also just like double spreads of little girls having birthday parties. Um, and the fact that Katie was in that um, means that she's um, a knob. Yeah, my dad like uh, milked the cow bramble every morning and then uh-huh. we would, my mum would make clotted cream out of the milk um, and we'd collect the eggs every morning. And then I got bored of doing all of that and dad was really sad because he was like, I was, I'd grown up and I, all I wanted to do was just like smoke and snog boys. Mm, milk boys instead. Milk boys instead of yeah. cows, yeah. It's a sad um, day. It is a sad day. <laughs> cows are I know. Men. With dick. Um. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, and then we had loads of chickens. Um, yeah. That was, but bramble would die every couple of years and then be replaced with a new bramble. That's, wow. Um, and then we used to have pigs as well. And yeah. They, um, my dad, he is a vegetarian, but had no problems taking them to the slaughter house mm. um they actually jumped out of the That's... trailer on the dual carriageway and my little brother not my little brother but he was little then was like dad the pigs have just escaped out of the trailer and then dad was in the papers um, farmer can't control his pigs <laughs> the vegetarian yeah and then we used to just no eat morals. our own animals at christmas really did uh, your dad uh, kill them then no oh my god no but he could have killed the geese yeah because um the geese would attack us and dad would put his hands around the geese neck and throttle it um so that we, we could he get to the car the geese. yes because i'd be scared to go to the school bus and so dad would we'd, we'd i'd cry and the geese would be outside the front door going <laughs> like that and then dad would come and just they would like run from dad and he would grab them around the neck just to scare them Geese are fierce, man. They're like oh, what seriously. A vegetarian. <laughs> what a good. I know. The only reason my dad doesn't eat meat is, is because they used to force feed him at, at boarding school meat, and so he just doesn't like the taste really? of it. My grandparents used to force feed me vegetables when I was little, and now I've gag reflex for like broccoli and courgettes. I heave, and that's why I've never ate vegetables, and I'm going to die like quite soon of malnutrition. You are so and anemic. It's not even funny. It's awful. But I've introduced you to what avocado, mushrooms, all Eggs, the yeah, and tomatoes, yeah. You'd eat, okay. you'd eat pet food. Um, I probably if you... have. Yeah. Do you remember once, I just remembered when we lived together and um, you found me just in a corner drunk, feral, eating a saucepan of uh, corn mints with Marmite in it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, what yeah. is it? What happened this morning when you stayed in my bed? You text me. She left, she, she left me in bed. Um, <laughs> and you text me saying there's been an egg situation in the kitchen. And I went in and there was just like eggshells. Because I had to leave really quickly, so I just had to really quickly just eat the inside of the egg and leave it for It was like an urban fox had been in the kitchen, gone into the bins. And then you'd have to be saying, I've taken your lilac jumpsuit. Sorry, love you. And I do. And maybe it's time (sighs) for a sketch. Oh, yeah. This is... Yeah. yeah. Our producer, um, Niall slash Neil, loved this one. um, (laughs) Slash terrified. (laughs) Disturbed. Yeah. And Um, Tom's drunk. Yeah. Our sound engineer. He's not really... It's very professional. Man Academy. Lynn Parker is 41 and lives in Bassus, rural France. Five years ago, she moved to Bassus to set up a clinic with a controversial aim. This isn't the sort of place where you send your fat little daughter Brian if she can't stop stuffing her pig little face with cake. Or your mother Joan if she can't stop a smack or the gin. Or your Uncle Kevin if he can't stop finger-porking the Boy Scouts. No, this is a place where men come to become men. Because let's face it, what's a man if he's not a man? A woman, a flower pot man, a mangina. And let me get this straight. This isn't a man sanctuary. This is a man academy. I'm going to whip those pussy boy virgins into man-sized bombs with massive balls. Yes, there'll be nipple suckle. And yes, there'll be bubbly baths. But there'll also be a hell of a lot of DIY and buggery. Paul Callender is a 25-year-old virgin from Chipping Sodbury. He has come to Basus in search of his pride and his masculinity. 
As a child, he suffered from mild name-calling, which has left a negative impact on his life. They used to call me Silly. Silly Sausage. Bit daft, daft as a brush, brush-head, lame The worst name was Pauline. Pauline, Pauline! I got so confused, I came into school in one of my mother's frocks. Took me scrotum into me knickers. Since then, it's just stayed there. But that is why I am here in Basseuse, rural France. I am here to find out who I am. I am here to make me a man. Paul has agreed to take a three-week intensive programme at the Man Academy. Lynn likes to begin the course by breaking her patient down until he is a shell of his former pathetic self. You're a small man, Paul, what are you? I'm a small man, Lynn. What are you, Paul Calendar? A gay man's calendar? No, no, no. A Cliff Richard calendar? No. Think you're in the army, do you, Paul? No, you, you gave me the jacket when I got here, Lynn. You wouldn't last five minutes in the army, Paul. They'd dress you up as a showgirl, make you sing show tunes. Sing a bit of Les Mis for us, Paul. I have a castle on a cloud. I look to go there when Come on, I everybody, sleep. let's all boo, Paul. Oh, no. Boo. No. No, 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 in week two, Paul is invited to share his most intimate desires with Lynn so she can analyse his psychosexual subconscious and his storytelling skills. We're in a park. It's a warm day, sunny, clear, crisp, bright. I've, I've popped a couple of Puritan, put on my sun hat and I'm good to go. Who in the park with, Paul? A lady. Who's the lady, Paul? Oh, one of my mother's friends, Bridget. What's she like? Oh, she's got lovely hands, really slender fingers. She makes her own jam. And what are you doing, Paul? Oh, well, we've we've just shared a scotch egg and, and now we're on the seesaw. Every time Bridget goes down, she makes a little noise. What's the noise, Paul? <laughs> Sounds like Bridget's aroused, Paul. Is she? Yes, her Laura Ashley tea dress is flapping up in the wind. She is dangerously close to revealing her apple crumble. Oh, I love apple crumble. It's my favourite dessert. The crumble is dry, Paul. What are you going to do? Um, add cream. Your cream. My cream. I, I don't like cream. These are just innuendos, Paul, you flaccid little cheese string. Fine! I'll do her! Thank you, Paul. I'm so sorry, Bridget. Paul has made great progress at the Man Academy and now, in his third and final week, he will take his last step towards masculinity by making love to Lynn. Lynn is an experienced and gentle lover, having slept with over 850 men, not including her husband's. Lynn, I just want to say thank you so much for making me feel so special. Lie down, Paul. Yes, Lynn. I'm going to remove your trousers now, Paul. What about my shoes and socks? Leave them on. OK. Look me in the eye, Paul. I'd rather not, Lynn. I'm going to mount the phallus now, Paul. Bridget! My name is Lynn. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Paul will now take a shower and a short nap whilst Lynn calculates his results and makes her diagnosis. So we've established that Paul has the sexual prowess of a neutered pig with slight learning difficulties. So what we're going to do is we're going to put Paul on a course. And on that course there's going to be lawn mowing, wood chopping, beer guzzling, Viagra, Ross Kemp and of course a hell of a lot of DIY and buggery! Since his time at the Man Academy, Paul has become the poster boy for toxic masculinity. He lives on a diet of protein shakes and kale, now works as a personal trainer and rarely talks about his feelings. Well, I, I guess the secret's out. I'm uh, going into Love Island and although I am happy with Bridget, there's nothing to say I couldn't be happier with a peng sort that turns my head in the villa. Since his documentary aired, Lynn's practices were deemed too controversial and the Mancademy has sadly closed its doors. Lynn has now retrained as a grief counsellor and says she's found her true calling. 
I just miss him so much. Stop your snivelling, you pathetic little worm. Everybody dies! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So um, even though me and Sinead aren't a, um, a couple, although we do sleep and bathe together um, we often. did actually own a pet together we did which was a huge commitment and a huge mistake a huge mistake we were we used, we used to live together in Manchester and we were walking to Tesco to buy salad and we walked past the pet shop um, and there was a little bunny rabbit in the window it and, was the most uh, beautiful bunny I've ever seen it was, it was a sandy golden gorgeous little bunny mm-hmm. with beautiful big brown eyes it looked like um, the rabbit from um, what was it uh, Bambi that yeah, kind of like, like a, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we walked, we walked in and um, uh, within five minutes I'd spent, I think, about £150 on my credit card mm-hmm. on a cage and a bunny. And I think we thought that it was going to be like a, an endless source of love and affection and then when we got it home it just turned evil mm-hmm. and just spent the next few months just shitting and biting. Chewed through all the everything. wires, everything. Scratching. The Wi-Fi, yeah. No affection. Shat quite angry. Bed, pissed all over me. Took hours to put back in the cage. Hours and hours. Um, although one time we did the, we did leave a mask of David Cameron's face that we were using in a show and Bunny shat all over that. Yeah. So that was the one good thing Bunny did. Yeah, the one good thing. But why did we have a photo of David Cameron's face? Because we flat. did a really rubbish sketch um, oh, with like David, yeah. like an A level theatre piece with David Cameron's. Oh, and, I remember. Yeah, okay, and yeah. Margaret Thatcher's faces on uh, sticks. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I'm glad we have an excuse for that. And um, um, you but just yeah, gave it away. Didn't I did. You? Um, so we had to get rid of it in the end. So um, I put it on Pets for Homes, drove it to a woman who lived near Manchester Airport, and as I handed her over Bunny, um, she said, "Does it bite?" And I said, "No." And then I just drove away. Yeah, liar. Um, so yeah, if anyone's tell us, please tell us if you've ever been, if you've ever irresponsibly got yourself a pet, mm-hmm. um, not been able for to look Christmas after it. and not for life, just as impulsive as we are, mm-hmm. and looking for love from any any source. Hello, hello. So now for the best bit, where we interview the... and talk to our beloved friend and son. Huge Davies. Welcome, Huge. Hello. 
It's such a shame that I'm the special guest. <laughs> it's Why? not. It's such a shame. You should just say just say guest if you if you mean just guest. But you're special. You're, you're very so special, special to us. Okay, well that's you're in our hearts. That's and important minds. for a podcast for other people other than us three. <laughs> <laughs> special to you. No, but this yeah. was. So, oh, well, this is a good start. So huge is our for those of you who who. Um, are unaware Huge is our pianist and composer in our new Edinburgh show Burn the Witch um, so we've got to know him quite intimately over the last few months mm-hmm. it's a quite I like the show though it's good thank you it's quite it's sort of like sort of mad sketches and then it sort of cuts to bits where you're just like oh mums love cats don't they <laughs> so it's quite odd <laughs> well, well you know I like it. but are you enjoying working with us yeah yeah you guys are really good to work with you're, the, you're the best yeah you are the best is that because we make you bacon and egg sandwiches every time you come round to our house? Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, which not... you now expect. Well, yeah, there's not. It's not as if, <laughs> if you don't get fed, you're like annoyed, and now you're sucking on a lollipop right now. Well, the lollipops are free. There's all, there's all ten of them. Oh. Um, but did you like that we were talking about pets in this episode? Because you've got a dog, haven't you? I've got a dog. Yeah, I've got a dog. Tell it's... us about your dog. His, his name is Percy. Oh. Um, he's a spoiled dog, and uh, he has no bottom jaw. <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. I mean, it's serious, serious question. You say it. You say it for a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing when you say yeah. your dog called Percy has no bottom jaw. Yeah. How? What? When? How do he lose his jaw? And how does he get by on a day-to-day basis with no jaw? It just um, you just you just feed him things that you don't need a mouth for. So just you know, it's lots lots slosh. Um, that's it. Slosh. Just we feed him slosh. Um. It's it's difficult to he, he it takes ages is essentially what yeah. happens. Aww. You feed him just really small bits and he laps up like it so it has to be sort of on a similar level of water like 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 water like a dog would lap up water. Aww. He laps up food. Um, and how old is Percy? Percy Percy Percy's ten years old. Is he happy? Um, he's happier because he gets to walk less. Yeah. And um, and he doesn't have to yeah he doesn't have to do anything now because he's technically disabled. Uh, so he, he gets to just do nothing all day. Oh. He doesn't have to exercise that much. No, and he hates. Yeah. Wa- he hate, he, hate, he always hated walking. So he's actually having the time of his life. I, I used hate to... walking. Should I get rid of my <clears throat> jaw? Yeah, yeah. And then I wouldn't have to do a podcast. Do much really, <laughs> and then could just be fed slosh. Yeah. By you, Katie. you sleep like you've got no jaw. Last night true. you were making very weird noises. Thank you. I had to get my earplugs. Yeah, you said that was because of the sound of the clock. So I was being nice. Okay. I didn't know you guys lived together. <coughs> we didn't. Yeah. She just stayed over last night. But why? No, but I didn't know you used to live together. Oh yeah, we oh, did. Yeah, we why don't you live together anymore? For a year. Um, I think out. it was too. It got like with Nail and I. Um, we lived together. No one did together. the washing up. No, ever. And and then we got a bunny, and I think the bunny. Well, that was the end of it all, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, huge. Yeah. You're a single man, aren't you? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I just hate, get, hey, every time you every time you do this to me, just trying to just trying to embarrass me. So huge, um, so huge gets loads of attention. He's a stand-up comedian. He's amazing, um, and you get lots of attention after shows, don't you? It's happened when you've done played the piano in our show, like <laughs> afterwards, you yeah. get people's phone numbers. Tell us about the magic you like Oof. weave over these women in the audience. Are like, hey, this is like <laughs> enigmatic, mysterious, sexy comedian with the long hair and the keyboard. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, we 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 decided we want to take matters into our own hands okay. because we've um, become very fond of you and want you to be like happy. 
Um, so we've um, decided to put you into the regular feature in our podcast of Market Fair, where we sell someone we love or or, or soon to be people that listen to the podcast. Um, you know, we sell their wares for for love. So we're going to sell yours. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so here is Market Fair about huge Davies. He has a catch. Market to market, huge Davies. He uses his keyboard to woo the ladies. He's handsome, he's handsome with a beautiful face. He's both Welsh and Indonesian, but this is not about race. A dick pick, a dick pick, it's not something he'll send. Hugh is a gentleman and not a bell end. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, such long thick black hair. He smoked vapes instead of cigarettes, so won't pollute your air. Huge Davies, huge Davies, he's a lovable geek. He's also six foot two, so his height is on fleek. We love him, we love him, now you can too. Get, Get in, in touch, touch on, on iTunes, iTunes and, and you, you can date you. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like it? What do you think? It was really good. We wrote I it for you. I don't. I think anyone who gets in touch is going to be a psychopath. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, but you like. Do you like psychopath? What's your type? Um, got to be absolutely not, uh, absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. I think that's the normal. Yeah. The norm. I don't really want someone who's nuts, but mm-hmm. it just happen. They just happen to be nuts. And are you, are you a nice romantic partner? I think I'm a. I think I'm a. I'm a nice man. But then it's not really for me to say. Is it? You are a nice man. Mm. What's um, the most romantic thing you've done? Um, I once uh, broke up to someone to, to spare them from the relationship. <laughs> Why? What, <laughs> what were you doing? I just. Um, I just. Um, I think I was just quite sad at the time, and I, just, I thought, let's just, um, just leave it there. Thinking about the dog with no jaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's on my thoughts a lot. Aww. Um, oh, so it's hard to kind of commit to a woman. No, that's fine. It's just I'm quite, I'm quite, some, some quite unlikable sometimes. Are you unlikable? Do you think you're difficult? No, I don't think I'm difficult. Mm. Um, this has been turned into something else, hasn't it? <laughs> it's stretch <laughs> therapy. How are your emotions at the moment? How? Um, <clears> I'm, <throat> I'm feeling okay. Would, you, mm. would it be funny for me to say that I was um, having a real hard time? No, it wouldn't be funny no, at all. Just, we just, just, tell just talk you, honestly. Yeah. yeah, this is a safe space. I, I'm feeling fine. You guys keep on my, my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, You keep us on our toes, Hugh. Oh, really? Okay, cool. And what's your Twitter? It's at Huge Davies. And you've got like... What, four hundred? Nah, like, no, really no, well I've got like five hundred. I think like five hundred and eighteen, yeah. maybe. Today. Wow, it's going to go up. It's crazy. No, and you are brilliant. You're very, very talented. Do you consent to us putting a picture of you on our Twitter? You know, just for the dating bit. Um, do you can choose the picture. I mean, if I just say no, you're going to do it anyway. So, mm. yeah. But we'll do a fully clothed one. Oh, oh no. So it's fine. <laughs> we'll get you some food now. <laughs> we love you. And so that was huge Davies. I think he's going to feel like a weight's been lifted. Yeah, I feel like he's going to feel the benefits of that therapy session yeah. quite soon. Yeah. Slash maybe start legal proceedings against us. Who knows? Yeah, that would be a shame. Mm. It would be a really shame. I think, yeah, just get him to sign a contract. It'll be fine. Um, so shall we now hear a little bit from my dad, maybe? Yes, please. A little, yeah. Do you know, I think like, if last night when we had insomnia, if we just played recordings of your dad, I think that that would have really helped me. Off. Maybe not me. Not like uh, your dad would have helped me get Different off. Kind of getting um, off. But yeah. But, um, but there's <laughs> yeah, that, you 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 would <laughs> right into that. But anyway, um let's hear I'm from start on um, your dad soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
God's sake. I can't do it. No, it's too lovely. It's too lovely. I respect um, him. Yeah. Um, I respect your dad. Um, let's hear yeah. from Ian Norris and maybe let's like, hear a little story from the farm, maybe. I was taking two pigs to the slaughterhouse. Big pigs. A boy and a girl lost their old spots. They were in my little trailer. I wasn't alone in this difficult task. My son Ben, aged 11, was in the front seat beside me. We'd gone a few miles and were on the main road. When Ben says, The pigs are out. What? What? Speak up. The pigs. What? What did you say? The pigs are out. Oh my God. Oh my God, they are. And they were. And there they are, racing down the main road, and all the traffic comes grinding to a halt. So I get out. And the worst thing was, there was a vintage car rally going on. And they're all, oh, look at that, look at that, look look at that, there's two pigs racing down the road. And look, and they all get their cameras out. And look, look at that farmer. Oh, he's in a state, isn't he? Yes, he certainly was. Anyway, I ran ran down the traffic and fortunately saw someone I knew driving one of the cars. Hey, look, could, could, could you give me a hand? He said, oh, yes, of course, you see. Big chap. So he gets out, and we catch the pigs, and we get them back into the into the trailer. Wonderful. Terrific. And off we go. How long did it take you to do that? Oh, uh, about 15 minutes. Oh. But on we go, and we drive on. I'm rather pleased with myself. And we come around the corner, and into the next town. The pigs are out. What? What? The pigs are out. What? Oh, my God. And they're out. They're out in the town now. Oh, absolute chaos. But happily, a great huge farmer appears and he, he catches them. Well, he catches one of them and comes up to me with one of them under his arm and plonks it into my trailer, puts the lid on the trailer, and off he goes to catch the other one. And he comes back a few minutes later with the other pig under the arm and a great coil of rope in the other hand. He gives me a lecture on my inadequacies of my um, of my um, trailer. I don't argue. Well, would you argue with a farmer with a coil of rope in one hand? You never know what he might do with it. Anyway, he plugs it in and says, thank you very much, Mr. Farmer. That's very kind. And off I go. And we go around the corner and there's a policeman. Well, of course there's a policeman. And the traffic is completely blocked for miles. <laughs> and he, he puts his hand up in front. Here, here, you. Over there, he says. And stop. Fuck off! I say, I'm going home. And I, I do, I do fuck off and go home. And he follows me. I get home in the end. Ben disappears immediately. Uh, and my father-in-law's there and I, I start to explain what has happened to him. And the policeman inspects the trailer. The policeman's rather impressed with the tying up of the pigs on the trailer. So, thank you, Mr. Farmer. And off he goes. And I turn to father-in-law and he's, he's sunk to the ground and he's shaking. Oh dear, what's the matter here? I look closely and I find he's laughing so much he can't stand up. <laughs> well, that's the sort of sympathy you get in West Somerset when you lose a couple of pigs. <laughs> and that was story time with my father, Ian Norris, um, who uh, has just returned from a bridge holiday where he didn't win. Um, I know, he wins every time. Well, well. Um, he's got to lose some time yeah. and bring him back down to earth. We'd just like to point out that no pigs, geese or bunnies were harmed in the making of this podcast on Norris's childhood farm or in Norris and Pocket's Mancunian flat. 
All ants, however, have been exterminated. If you've enjoyed this week's podcast, please like us, rate us, subscribe um, or leave a review on iTunes, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Please spread the word. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Hear you next week. Speak to you next week. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bonne nuit. Bonjour. I mean, we're saying bye. Oh, yeah. So. I'll be the same. Tschüss. been listening to a red apple creative original podcast for more great podcasts from red apple just go to redapplecreative.co.uk hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.